Blog Talk Radio.
away my crown and the chains that had to be found. Talking about all the times I was walking around. And I didn't know what I was doing. But now it's time to turn before you would pray. Oh, Lord, we praise you. Oh 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 Lord, we praise you. All of the glory, all of the honor. All of the praise comes to you. We praise you. Oh, Lord, we praise you. We have come into this house to give you praise. Oh, Lord, we praise you. Oh, Lord, we praise you. Oh, Lord, we want to go higher, higher than you. Oh, Lord, we praise you. Nobody gets the glory, nobody gets the honor, only Jesus, only praise you, oh Lord, forget about yourself, we want to forget about ourselves and give God the glory, oh Lord, we praise you, oh Lord, we praise you a little higher, oh Lord, we praise you. Oh, Lord, we praise you. Nobody gets the honor. Nobody gets the glory. But oh, Jesus, we praise you. Oh, Lord, we praise you. Oh, Lord, we want to we we praise you. Oh, Lord, we praise you. Organ. Somebody praise them on the guitar. Somebody praise them on the temple and dance. If you want to give God a temple and dance, why don't you? Why don't you? We are coming to this house to give God glory. We want to give Him glory today. We don't want to just not give Him glory. Praise Him with our lips. Praise Him with our hands. Praise Him with our voice. Give Him glory, sir.
Hallelujah, hallelujah in this place. Come on, put your hands together. Come on, come on. She didn't have to look here. She, the song said, oh, Lord, we praise you. That means you ought to come on in here. Oh, my God. <laughs> Now we're going to try this again And we're going to use your voices First thing we're going to do This is the first thing I talk Now I don't sing but I know what you do to in the process The first thing you got to do is stand up So that your diaphragm can breathe Is that not correct? Come on So we're going to stand up in the place Look, I don't care how late you was out last night If you stood up for them You can stand up for them uh-huh, Come on so what we're going to do is we're going to come up in here today and we're going to bless God. The words are simple. Oh, Lord, we praise you. Come on. Oh, Lord, we praise you. Oh, Lord, we praise you. Nobody gets the glory. Nobody gets the honor. Oh, Jesus, we praise you. Come on, oh, Lord. Come on. We praise you. Come, Come on, on, church. Oh, Lord, we praise you. You sing it to him. Come on. Oh, Lord, we praise you. Come on. Oh, Lord, we praise Come on, one more time. Come on, come on, come on, come on, put your hands together in this place. Come on. One more time. Last time. Oh Lord. Oh Lord. We praise you. Oh Lord. We praise you. Are you standing on your feet? Come on. Give him your best hand clap. Come. I said give him your best hand clap. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Act like the Bulls just won the championship. Bingo. Act like the White. The Cubs just won the championship. Act like the Bears. Yeah, yeah. So y'all will clap harder than that if the Bears actually won something. Say, uh-uh. But act like somebody just, act like you just won the lottery in this place, huh? Look, he gave us the best possible gift. Ah. My, 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 my. I know there's some who believe it don't take all that, and that's all right, too, huh? But, but, but see, when somebody's done something good for you, you say thank you. You don't say it in here. Ah, thank you. Uh-huh. You don't say it in here. You say it out of here. If I do something for you, you say thank you. Well, if he did it all. All right, all right, all right. That's okay. That's all right. We're we going to learn. We're going to keep going. We're going to keep going. We ain't going to stop teaching. Hallelujah, hallelujah. First of all, let me welcome you to the historic Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church, the birthplace of gospel music. We thank you so much for being here. Thank you for those of, uh, for your obedience, those of you who decided to stand and worship with us this morning. We're eternally grateful for you. For those watching at home, we appreciate you as well. Come on and join on in. Hit that share button on whichever medium you're watching on, whether it be Facebook or YouTube. We are so appreciative for you this morning. 
Let us go to the word this morning. Our scripture text comes from the book of Nehemiah. The book of Nehemiah, the fourth chapter. The book of Nehemiah, the fourth chapter. The fourth chapter. Starting at the sixth verse. Verses 6 through 15, I believe. The sixth verse. Again, Nehemiah 4, starting at the sixth verse. And it reads, So built we the wall. And all of the wall was joined together unto the half thereof, for the people had a mind to work. (laughs) But it came to pass that when Sanballat and Tobiah and the Arabians and the Ammonites and the Ashadites heard the walls of Jerusalem were made up and that the breaches began to be stopped, then they were very raw, mad, and conspired all of them together to come and to fight against Jerusalem and to hinder it. (laughs) Verse 9 says, Nevertheless, we made our prayer unto God and set watch against them day and night because of them. And Judah said, The strength of the bearers of burdens is decayed, and there is much rubbish, so that we are not able to build the wall. And our adversary said, They shall not know, neither see, till we come in the midst of them and slay them and cause the work to cease. And it came to pass that when the Jews which dwelt by them came, they said unto us ten times, For all places when she shall return us, they will be upon you. 13 says, Therefore said I in the lower places behind the wall, and on the higher places I even set the people after their families with their swords, their spears, and their bows. And I looked and rose and said unto the nobles and to the rulers and to the rest of the people, Be not ye afraid of them. Remember the Lord which is great and terrible, and fight for your brethren, your sons and your daughters and your wives and your houses. And it came to pass when our enemies heard that it was known unto us and God had brought their counsel to naught, that we returned all of us to the wall, everyone unto his work. 16 says, and it came to pass from that time forth that the half of my servants wrought in the work and the other half of them both the spears, the shields, and the bowls and the habergens, and the rulers were behind all of the house of Judah. The word of God is already blessed. Let us go to the throne in prayer. Father God, we know you've already heard the prayers from the leader of this house. God, we ask right now that we reiterate those same prayers this morning. God, that you would remove any way that would stop your worship from going forward any thoughts that are in the minds of those who have gathered here today in person or online, if there's anything that is hindering them from their complete and total submission this morning, remove it now. God, saturate this place with your spirit and allow your praises and your worship to go forth. And God, we will be careful to give you the glory, the honor, and the praise. It is our sincere prayer. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Every heart said amen. Oh, come on, lift up your voice and say amen. Oh, can we get a hallelujah in this place today? Come on and shout unto God with the triumph, with the glory and triumph in your heart. Hallelujah. All right, somebody want to say, it's good to see you. Look at somebody say, it's good to see you. It's good to be seen. We're going to sing, what a fellowship. We fellowship today to be in God's presence, to be in his house and get his word and get his spirit. Come on, somebody, come on together. Oh, 
of the church one of the old favorites of the church leaning can we do that course one more again and can, can y'all sing it behind y'all mask like y'all really mean it not that y'all didn't before but just that's a powerful song that's a powerful hymn oh is there anybody here that's a powerful hymn in the midst of what we have to go through, in the midst of the challenges of life, we need to be reminded. We need to be reminded. Oh, come on. What a fellowship. What a leaning. Come on. Come on. Come on. 
God for the hymns of the church. Praise God for the hymns of the church. I like coming to a church where you can hear hymns, you can hear gospel, I can hear uh, Kerr Franklin or who's the person I don't particularly care for but the young people like him. Where Minister King at? He, Ty Trivers, that's who it is. I, I know he is great for a lot of people. He just ain't my cup of tea. But for those of you who love him, praise the Lord. But I love coming to a church where we can do it all. Amen. Do it all. Amen. Welcome once again to this, the Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church, the birthplace of gospel music. We are so excited that you are here worshiping with us this day. We are excited that you are here. If you are online, and we see a number of you online via YouTube or Facebook channel, send us a shout out. We are appreciative of your presence with us and those of you who weathered uh, uh, and came on out to be with us in person. Praise the Lord for your your presence here today. We're still being safe. We're still being safe. We're still following CDC guidelines. So wear your mask because we don't want nobody to get sick because you know that thing can get through, you know, some things and we want to make certain. I know there's more information to come out, but we want to do be as safe as we possibly can. Amen. Amen. I want to say thank you uh, to to uh, all of the volunteers who came out. And it was it was a handful, but we, it was a good handful of people who came out for the Gospel Industry Network's tour on Thursday. You all listen. You all did a phenomenal job. I got an email from the bishop who was there, and several of the uh, members who were who came off the bus were just overwhelmed by the kindness the kindness of Ebenezer, and they appreciated every detail that we tried to address with their 30 minutes being here at Ebenezer. They were blown away. I, you know, they were just taking pictures of the landmark. They were taking pictures of the sanctuary. They wanted to take pictures with me. I don't know why they want to do that, but, you know, hey, I, you know, I, I can't hate them for having good taste, right? Praise the Lord. Um, uh, and, and, and for those who uh, uh, put together... Uh, Ramona uh, put together the gift bags for the people. Uh, they were just, they were just so grateful. And that's the kind of spirit and hospitality that we want to continue to model. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I, I ought to have y'all stand up. Stand up for those of you who came out. Come on, stand up for those who came out. Come on, stand up. Come on. I know you're able. There's a few more. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord for your presence. Could have been any other place, but you decided to be at your church. Amen. Also, I want to say thank you to 
the, uh, the trustee, the treasurer, the facilities management team, for everybody who got the pool back up and running. Uh, and we shouldn't have any more problems out of that now because they got reinforced, uh, what is it, steel or whatever it is, uh, the right kind of pipe that will allow us to be able to have tap baptism for years to come, years to come. They fixed it, and it's working right. And so we're looking forward to baptism next Sunday. Uh, we know the young lady has been waiting patiently, and we're hoping and praying that we will be able to add to that list. And I want to say specifically, let me do this right. Thank you to those members. There was a two members that donated to make certain the pool was repaired. And they said they wanted to be anonymous, so that's why I'm looking straight ahead because I don't want to look at them. But thank you for your generosity. Thank you. Thank you for your generosity. They already big tithers in the church, but they gave even more. That's why I'm looking straight ahead because I don't want my head to move. I don't want to look at nobody. But thank you for the over and above gift. Because, you know, that's a sad testimony when a Baptist church can't baptize because your pool ain't working. That really disturbed me. But thank God for the spirit of cooperation and the spirit of generosity that won the day. Also, we want to say continuous. Uh, let me just say, the expectation of this house is if you are in leadership positions, that you will either be in Sunday school or Bible study. If you aspire for leadership positions in the church, the expectation from the pulpit is that you will either be in Sunday school or Bible study. I praise the Lord for your presence on Sunday, but this is celebration time. This, this ain't study time. This is celebration time. Study time is on Wednesday and at 9 a.m. For, for Sunday school. So, if you are in leadership positions or aspire to be in leadership positions, or, just in case you say, well, Reverend, I'm not in leadership and I don't want to be a leader. If you are a member of this church, the expectation is you will, because how else are we going to learn and grow and stretch? How else are we going to get a word from the leadership unless we are studying together? So I invite you uh, to Bible study or Sunday school. And then I'm also asking, uh, uh, next Sunday is first Sunday. We got a lot going on first Sunday. We're going to hopefully have a baptism, and we're also going to have a baby dedication also as well, praising God for ministry, praise the Lord, and then another baby dedication the, week, the Sunday after that, praise the Lord. Uh, but I, 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 I need some people. I need some people who are going to be here at 8.30 in the morning next Sunday. No, I, I mean, let me say that again. I need some people who believe in the power of prayer, 
to be in this sanctuary on their knees with me and Deacon Mayberry next Sunday, which is the first Sunday. Okay, fifth, okay, first Sunday is what I'm talking about. I'm giving you time to get ready. But if you want extra credit, you can come next Sunday as well. You know how I back that thing. I get it back in right. No, but what I wanted to say, I thought it was first Sunday. But what I want is first Sunday of September, I want our focus to be on prayer. And I want as many as can come out and be here at 830. I know it's early. I know it's early. But I need you here. Because we're praying for some things, some things definitely to happen in Ebenezer. We're seeking favor from God on a lot of things. Now, y'all looking at me strange, but this is a clarion call. This is a Macedonian call. I need those who are willing. And I'm just asking you to do it this first Sunday. Okay, for those you say, you know, I can't make it or whatever. I can't. I need you. I need you. I need you to be here first Sunday at 8.30 for 30 minutes of prayer. Then we'll go into Sunday school. You, and we can still do Sunday school on the phone because we got phones here. You can listen. And I'm going to try this. Everybody's silent. Crickets. Crickets. But I'm going to be looking for you. I'm going to remind you next week because we recognize that there's power in prayer. And that's one amen. I know he's going to be here. Is there anybody else here that knows there's power in prayer? Okay, that means that we're going to have a good crowd here. Because we need to do what Christians do. I know you do it at home. But we need to do it as a corporate body. Amen, lights. Let's continue to worship this morning. In the name of Jesus, put up two fingers. Victory in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Somebody put their hands together. Come on. You need to do this. Walk along with the music. Wave your hands. If it's in the name of Jesus. Amen, Pastor.
to rain, sometimes you have to see the clouds differently. That'll hit some of y'all in a minute. If you want it to rain, sometimes you have to seed the clouds differently. If you want a change, if you want things to grow, if you want things to be different, if you say you're this, then, then, then you have to see the clouds differently. No, I know it's offering time. I'm not talking about money. You have to see the atmosphere with your praise. I'm trying to teach. So I'm, I'm trying to help. You have to see the atmosphere with your praise. I, it, it's, 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 I know y'all, here you go again. It, it's personal for me. It's personal for me. And, and, and what we need to recognize is that sometimes, sometimes, you know what, I'll do it this way. It's Bible for me. Because, see, the Bible tells us, the Bible tells us when Paul and Silas was in jail, and it says they started to pray and pray, here's the part that we overlook. It says the prisoners heard them. 
If Paul and Silas hadn't done an audible praise, I wish y'all would get this. If Paul and Silas hadn't given out an audible praise, the prisoners would never have heard them and they would still be in jail. I'm trying to help some locked up folk in the room. If you would just give God some praise, somebody else might get free. I wish I had some help in here. All right, all right. Woo. Just see the cloud differently. Watch this. The, 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 I almost said late great, but he's still with us. Jeremiah Wright said it like this. Y'all know him over at Trinity UCC. He said, there's only two times that you praise God. Two times. When you feel like it and when you don't. That means every day that ends in Y. Y'all just, Okay. <laughs> Okay, let me let it go. Let me let it go. It is offering time. It's offering time. Maybe, maybe that's how y'all gonna bless, give God y'all best praise in the offering. Maybe that's what it is. Hallelujah. This is that time of the service where you can you can further participate. You can go ahead right now and 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 mail your checks to 4501 or drop off at 4501 South Vincennes Avenue, Chicago, Illinois 60653. Uh, you can hit the Give Now button for those of you online. The three ways to give are there. I believe there's four now. But the three ways to give that I can remember are online right now. Uh, you can hit the Give Now button at EbenezerBronzeville.org. Again, that's EbenezerBronzeville.org. You get the Give Now button. There's also the Text to Give. That number is also on your screen. Uh, the Text to Give number is there as well. Let us pray for the offering. Father God, we come to you once again, God, first just to say thank you. Lord God, we thank you again for this privilege. Let me say that again. For this privilege to be in this place. God, we ask right now, God, that you would take this offering, God, and use it for the benefit of your kingdom, God. Allow it to be increased and multiplied, God, so that we may continue the work of your kingdom in this place. Now, God, bless the gifts and the giver. God, even those who didn't have to give but had a mind to give, Bless them as well. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Every heart said amen, amen, and amen.
Amen. Thank you. At this time, we will have our altar call. Um, those of you who are watching us online, uh, you can join in with us. For those of you who are in the sanctuary, you can stay where you are. But And I just feel led today after the altar call. I'm just going to go right into the word, okay? All right. So... We want to pray for several people today uh, who are on our prayer list. I'm trying to change my vocabulary because this list is not just a sick list. It's a prayer list. Everybody Everybody isn't necessarily sick, but yet have requested prayer. So I'm trying to change my language and refer to it as the prayer list. We're listening in prayer as she recovers. Sister Marlena Jackson, who I know is watching us online, continuing to pray for Susan Anglin in her recovery. We're lifting up in prayer Brother Arthur Jones, Lifting in prayer, Sister Marguerite Jones. Lifting in prayer, Deacon Chester Coleman and Elise Grant. We're continuing to pray for Brother Alfred Moore and Ethel Freeman. Remembering and interceding on behalf of Brother Robert Burns, the husband of Ethel Burns. Lifting in prayer, really Grant and Kenneth Sexton. Christine Brown, remembering in prayer many pigs, now at Avantara Rehab, Al Burton and Mary Burton and Shirley Anderson, Mary Sumter, Grace Lee, Deacon James Smith, who is here, Reverend Mary Grant, Sarah Billups, Mary Alexander, Continue to pray for Allison, the trumpet player, who is not feeling her best right now, but she's here. We're praying for you. We're continuing to pray for the Bennett family and the loss of her daughter-in-law. We're lifting in prayer Brother Al Ramsey, whom Deacon Mayberry and, and myself walked down the street to see him and have prayer with him this morning at 1015. Many of you may remember him. He used to be the church's bus driver. And we were just on his doorstep reminding him that we have not forgotten about him and that we are praying for him. I thank my deacon. Chairman of the Deacon Board for alerting me and we went down there immediately this morning so we're lifting him and he wants to come to Ebenezer but he has some challenges right now we're lifting up 
Reverend Jesse Lewis Jackson and his wife Jackie, who are diagnosed with COVID, though they got the shot, but that Delta variant, we're praying for for them and all those who are continuously being impacted. Let us pray. Eternal God, our Father, we come before this, your throne of grace, first to say thank you. Oh God, for another day's journey. Thanking you, God, for another opportunity to call upon your name. God, you have heard the names that are on our prayer list. Those who have asked that we intercede on their behalf, that have a myriad of things that are going on in and around their lives. God, we beseech you right now to have your way in their circumstance, that you would strengthen them and that you would lift them and that you would encourage their hearts in the midst of whatever they're going through. God, we know that you are an awesome God, that you are a powerful God, that you are a healer and that you are a sustainer. God, we claim that right now in Jesus' name. God, we pray for our faith community right now for our church oh god as we continue to move forward with grace with your grace and with your mercy god we ask right now that you will continue to bless us and that you would grant us favor right now in jesus name you know what we have going on oh god and we just ask that you would guide and direct us we lift up oh god all those the officers of our church. We lift up Minister King right now, oh God, in his word. We lift up myself right now, oh God, asking you to continue to strengthen me and keep me in the hollow of your hand. I lift up my family today, oh God. Have mercy, oh God. Have mercy, oh God. Thank you, God, for this time that we are spending together. We pray, oh God, that in we go forward in this word today, that this word will convict hearts, change minds, and strengthen our resolve to do what you have called us to prove. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, we pray. Amen. 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 Put this man on for me right here. From the subject, it's already been read into your hearing the text found in Nehemiah, the fourth chapter, 6 through 15. I just want to speak from the subject, rebuilding the walls. 
the people had a mind. Building the wall. People had a mind to work. Our nation and our world is filled with broken walls. The walls of civility and human decency have fallen. Walls of human reality and integrity have fallen. The wall of the Christian family have fallen. The walls of peace are crumbling all around us. The walls of our military might have been weakened by exploitation and evil association. The walls of prayerfulness have been replaced by secularism and humanism. Yet God is still calling his people at this very hour to rebuild broken walls. Because Ebenezer, we can accomplish more by working together than we can by working alone. If we are going to effectively make a difference in this world, in this community, and more importantly here in our home, it's going to take a unified effort from every member of the Church of Jesus Christ. GM and Microsoft and Amazon and other corporations have been successful through the years because they function as a team. Much like that team that functioned so well on Thursday afternoon. Michael Jordan, as great as he was, did not achieve his fame all by himself. And so it is in the kingdom of God. Together we stand and divided we shall surely, surely fall. So my brothers and my sisters, it is imperative that we strive in a harmonious atmosphere working together to get the job done that God has given to our hands. And we heard a little bit of this this morning in Sunday school. Sister Peek mentioned it. Our churches uh, are, are, are at the root of some of the problems we experience. And churches don't have time to be jealous of each other. We have too many people who are dying on our street corners in their sins. We don't have time to be critical of our individual successes. The community around us is watching to see if we have, if we have the heart Christ. They are watching to see if we will extend a hand of compassion in their time of need. We don't have time to find fault with each other 
as the people of God in these last and perilous times. For there are far too many lives that Ebenezer, we need to touch through the portals of our love as brothers and sisters in Christ. We need to be about loving intensely with all of our might, with all of our strength. We have to reject in the barrel mentality. I don't know about you, but I grow weary of this crab in the barrel mentality, the type of attitude that has kept all of us from reaching our highest achievements for God. There is no need to fear that someone else may leave our church behind in its forward progress and forward thinking. All we need is a heart for Christ and a willingness to share with each other instead of trying to pull down each other's walls we should be setting appointments to meet together to share ideas on how we can build the wall for Jesus Christ Nehemiah gets word in our text that that the things were bad in Jerusalem and upon hearing of the conditions in his native land, his homeland, his heart becomes heavy, his spirit becomes uneasy, and his countenance loses its glow. Nehemiah prays to God for strength. He prays to God for direction, which is what every leader who is contemplating a building project must do. My brothers and sisters, whenever God places a burden for growth of Upon us, we must turn to him in prayer. Don't think for one minute that even after you have prayed, that you are now free from the devices and the attacks of the adversary. Nehemiah had an intimate relationship with the king. Nehemiah was held in high esteem by the king, so much so that he found favor with the king. Nehemiah held the office of cupbearer, you know the story, which was a position of great necessity because the cupbearer was the official taster for the king. And as such, the life of the king was in the hands of Nehemiah. And upon hearing Nehemiah's request, the Bible records that the king grants him the desires of his heart. What was his desire? His desire was to go home to Jerusalem and rebuild the wall. Beloved God, who is unseen, is working behind the scenes to accomplish what will eventually be seen. The work was met. The work was met with great opposition from Sambalat, 
who was an influential Samaritan, a person who had been there a while, he met with opposition from this man, Tobiah, a half-breed Jew, and Geshem, and, and Abraham. Let me tell you something. Kingdom building will always meet with opposition. Because there are always those who do not want to see a good work done. There are those who, 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 who are stumbling blocks. There are those who want to halt. There are those who want to hurt. There are those who want to hinder the progress of the church. Opposition comes from external forces. And at the same time, opposition comes from internal forces. In other words, Ebenezer, there are those with their foot on the brakes while the pastor's foot is on the accelerator. Several years ago, I was driving, and the person in front of me kept hitting their brakes, just hitting their brakes, and we was in a fast lane. They kept hitting their brakes, which caused me to keep hitting my brakes and disturbing the flow of traffic. Now, now, now I knew he couldn't hear me, and it's a good thing he couldn't hear me with these days we living in, but I couldn't help but yell, stop hitting your brakes because you're messing up the traffic flow. Some people in the church keep their spiritual brakes applied to anything that looks like forward movement. Nehemiah had what every pastor prays for, a people committed to the work of kingdom building. Are you one of those people under the sound of my voice? Are you committed to kingdom building? If kingdom building business is to take place, I submit to you today, people must be committed. For Proverbs 16 and 3 teaches, commit thy works unto the Lord, and thy thoughts shall be established. Nehemiah's commitment is amplified in Chronicles 6 and 3 when Sambalot tried to get him to come down from the wall. You hear Nehemiah say, I am doing a great work, so I can't come down. Why should the work cease while I leave it and come down to you? I can't come down off the wall. I have to keep my foot on the accelerator. If we are going to work together to get the job done, we must first have a mind to work. Did you hear what I said this morning? I want to make sure you're still with me. We must first have a mind to work. Not a mind to talk, but a mind to work. Not a mind to complain, but a mind to work. Not a mind to gossip, but a mind to work. To work. Beloved, we cannot be slothful. You know what a slothful person is? A slothful person is both 
undependable and lazy. He does not or she does not want to do the work, but he or she always wants to take the credit for the work when it gets done. Proverbs 19 and 24 is a slothful man hideth his hand in his bosom and will not so much as bring it to his mouth again. Proverbs 21 and 25 teaches the desire of the slothful killeth him, for his hands refuse to labor. And so the question is, do you have a mind to work? Not only must we have a mind to work, but we must also get this. Be on one accord with each other and with God. Philippians 2 and 2 teaches, Fulfill ye my joy, that ye be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. Did you know that sowing seeds of discord Discord destroys our like-mindedness. When Paul saw God's visions in the book of Acts, it was seen by Paul and followed by all. Not only must we have, a, have to have a mind to work and be on one accord, but we must be guided by faith. Because faith sees beyond the boundaries of physical limitations. Faith sees beyond the numbers on the paper. Faith sees beyond the balance sheet or the proposal. Faith sees beyond the qualifications you bring. Faith sees beyond what is seen in the natural. You know, they tell me that the human I is a multifaceted organ composed of the sclera, the iris, the ciliary body, the retina, and optic nerves, and other things, along with six muscles which permit the eyes to move in limited direction. God uses faith to instill in us a spiritual vision that has no limits. Spiritual vision is simply designed to do God's wills. Spiritual vision embraces entirely and wholeheartedly that I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. If there is no limitation with spiritual vision, we can do all things. Despite enormous opposition, Nehemiah completed his wall in 52 days. Nehemiah did more for the Lord in 52 days than some of our cities have accomplished in 52 years. And my brothers and my sisters, as we observe the chaotic conditions of our world, of our community, of our cities, I am convicted and convinced that we have several walls that need to be rebuilt beyond the walls of our sanctuary.
There are walls of trust that need to be rebuilt. There are walls of hope that need to be rebuilt. There are walls of faith that need to be rebuilt. There are walls of truth that need to be rebuilt. There are walls of loyalty that need to be rebuilt. Beloved, we must work together to get the job done. No one church can take on the task of spreading the gospel to all nations on its own. As the sanctuary walls are being built, we must work together to bring wayward children back home. As the sanctuary walls are being rebuilt, we must work together to get black backsliders to walk straight again. As the walls of the sanctuary are being rebuilt, we must work together to get sinners to confess Christ as their Lord and Savior. We must work together to tell the whole world about Jesus, to tell the whole world what God can do, to tell the world how sweet Jesus is. Is there a witness in the house? As we rebuild the walls of our sanctuary, it's time to revisit our neighborhoods. We really need to get inside of our communities. We must revisit crack houses. We must revisit the street corners. We must revisit the bars of depression. We must revisit the prayerless schools. We must revisit lonely nursing homes. We must revisit gloomy hospitals. And we must revisit jailhouse corridors. We must revisit abandoned parents. We must revisit our sleeping churches. Galatians 6 and 9 reminds us let us not be weary in well-doing for in due season We shall reap if we faint not. I know some of you say, I'm tired. I've been coming in due season. We shall reap if we faint not. Well, Pastor, how do you fight against the weariness? How do you keep going against opposition? By mastering God's word, by guarding your mind, by developing your convictions, and by having the courage to be different, and by meeting regularly with other Christians for support and encouragement. Because it is in, within our power. It is within our grasp. It is within our capacity to rebuild God's walls. But we have to have a mind to work. We have to be on one accord. We have to be on one accord. But we also 
must be willing to trust in the power of God. The word of God. For the people of God. And all of God's people said amen. At this time, We're going to open the doors of the church. This is our mission. This is our task. We're going to extend an invitation for anyone to come that would like to become a member of this church that wants to get baptized. Praise the Lord for you, brother. Praise the Lord for you. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Are you praying, church? Come on, am I? Come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, come on. Y'all can do better than that. Come on. Come on. Hallelujah. Is there another? Is there another? While she's singing, I'm going to ask y'all to just pray. Is there another that that wants to give their life over to the Lord? Come on, will someone else say yes this morning? Will someone else say yes? Perhaps you need to be restored. Perhaps you know that you have not been in right relationship with Jesus Christ. Now is the time. Is there another? There is more than you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, sing this song. Yeah. Will your heart and soul say yes? Yes. Or will your heart and soul say yes? Yes. Will your spirit still say yes? There is more that I require of thee. So will your heart and soul say yes? Now will your heart and soul say yes? Yes. Will your spirit still say yes? If I told you what I really need from you, will your heart and soul say yes? Yeah. This 
for these two right here for this young man. Church, we have DeMarion here in the city who wishes to join us as a candidate for baptism. Amen. DeMarion, we're so happy that you are here and that you came down the aisle to be uh, making your, your desire known to be a member of the church, to join with your parents. Uh, uh, and we are so excited, and we are excited that that's what you want to do. And so just so I'm clear, you want to become a member of this church? Yes. Amen. And I know you love Jesus because I know you come from a Christian home, and we're going to take you and love you up and make you a part of this faith community, and we are so excited, so excited that you are here. God bless you. God bless you. And we can't wait. Next week we're going to have two baptisms. All right. Now you can stand here. Church, we have Julius Washington of Chicago, Illinois. He is coming to join us based on his Christian experience. Amen. Amen. Brother Washington, we know you were here last Sunday, and I know you were thinking, looking us over, and we were looking you over. And we are so excited that you made that walk down the aisle to join with us here. Deacon Mayberry and I, I'll just say Deacon Mayberry, have been praying. Yep, every prayer we have on Sunday, Lord, send us more men. Send us more men. The Lord is able. I know brother was here for, he was here, uh, one of the family members for Eloise Davis's funeral. And um, he was moved. And he wanted to come back, and he's done that, and now he wants to be a part of our church. Praise the Lord. Brother, based upon your profession of faith, uh, we are excited to welcome you here to Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church. And we know that God is going to bless you real good being in this place. As you get your legs underneath you, we're going to put you to work. Amen. We, ain't, we, just, we just are so celebrating God and celebrating the men of Ebenezer as we come together and get stronger and stronger. And we're just so grateful for your presence. God bless you today. God bless you. 
God bless you. Amen. Amen. We are so excited. God has sent two souls to be added to the rolls. Amen. Amen. And thank uh, Minister King for his nimbleness in uh, accommodating us for our special situation. Amen. Let's stand to our feet. To receive our benediction. And now unto him who's able to keep you from falling. To him who's able to present you before his father with exceedingly great joy. To the all-wise God be dominion and power, honor and glory. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit is our prayer. Amen. God bless you. Go in peace. We look forward to seeing you on Wednesday for our Bible study. God bless you. Ebenezer, we have some bags left over from uh, gift bags left over in the Smith Chapel. If you'd like to have one, please take one. It's what we gave to the music, uh, gospel music industry. Go right here in the sanctuary, I mean, uh, the Smith Chapel, if you'd like to get one of the gift bags.
Yeah. 